Welcome back to the Fig Dad Club podcast. My name is Travis Jones and you're here with another episode. I am flying solo today. Jace is away on his holiday. So today's going to be a short but sweet episode. We're going to talk about just course correcting your year so far. We are just over 10% of the way into the year. And I, I want to ask you straight off the bat, are you 10% of the way to your goals? You know, did you want to lose 20 kilos this year? Are you two kilos down? Uh, did you want to make a certain amount of money this year? Are you there? Did you want to save 30K? Are you 3K in or are you 4K in? You know, where are you at? Or have you procrastinated? You know, have you sat on your fingers? Have you, uh, like, have you said to yourself, you know what, I'll start after Australia Day. I'll start on Monday. I'll start next week. Have you continued to put it off? Have you continued to say next week is the week that I will start, which has become the next week and the next month, and now we're in February, which is soon going to be December again. The years fly by. I look at my kids and they just started grade one and grade four and it felt like yesterday that they were just born and it felt like just before that, that I didn't have kids at all. You know, the years fly, guys, and we can make excuses for not achieving our goals. We can have all the reasons, we can have all the justifications, we can blame the people, make the excuses, but we have reasons or results in life. We can't have both. The reasons why you didn't get the goals or the results of actually getting the goals. We have the three-dimensional goals, these 3D goals, they're fitness, we have finance, and we have family. You know, have you started to execute? Have you started to move forward? Have you started to document and create your plan and execute your plan? You know, all that's all it is, is right? Prioritize and execute. That's all we have to do. 366 days. We get an extra day this year to hit those goals. And that's what you need to focus on. You know, for me this year, fitness, super simple. One goal overarches all other goals. And I was talking about this with um, CJ just earlier one of the Fit Dad coaches. And we're saying, it's great to have one goal. There is a macro goal. If you hit this goal, all other goals underneath that, underneath that macro goal will be achieved. And for us, like with the Fit Dads um, Club and transforming dads' lives, and the goal is to you know scale to make sure that we actively have 320 dads inside our coaching so we can participate in changing their life this year and really focus on making their fitness, their mindset, their health, you know, the best it's ever been. Um, and to get that goal, it's like, okay, well, we need to just get 10,000 dads. And that's our goal we're aiming for and executing on. By the end of this year, 10,000 dads, you know, on, we have our own app with our own programming, our own nutrition. We have 10,000 dads on a 30-day trial inside our app where we can truly transform their lives we know we're going to execute so that's the overarching goal is ten thousand dads and we just have to hone in on that goal we know all other goals in the finances side of things will take care of themselves if we have that i know for my fitness this year i'm going to run a sub three hour 20 marathon now i don't have the body of a marathon runner but i am running like a crazy person at the moment. I'm doing 70 to 80 Ks every single week. I've done five half marathons so far this year and we're, you know, second week into Feb. I'll scale that up to 30, 40 K runs on the weekly um, plus, you know, 80, 90, 100 Ks a week. And I have this one goal and it's a goal because my, my father-in-law said when he was my age, he ran a sub three hour, 20 marathon and don't come back. Um, and I, I'm not a real man until I do that. So I was like, fine, like I, I take your challenge and I throw down and that's what I'm aiming for um, on July 6th, the Gold Coast Marathon this year. But if I know if I hit that, 
that my health is on track. I know that I eat properly because, you know, I can't miss my runs for the week. I know that I train properly. I know that I do my rehab. I know that I'm sleeping properly. So I have an overarching fitness-based goal uh, that if I'm aiming to this is the macro goal that is overarching to make sure all the other little nuances are great inside my health. You know, for myself, I have my family goals as well. Like we've already done our first trip for the year last weekend with three-day trip up northern Tasmania. We have our goals. We have, we're going to the theme parks in July. So have we booked that? Yes, we have. We're already on track. We're going to Europe at the end of this year with the kids. We're going to go see um, the Christmas, we're going to Santa's Village. Uh, we're going to go see a Liverpool game. So we're, we're already planning. We're already booking. And like, we know that we're on track. I know that I've got my date days with our boys. Have I executed? one yes I have I know I have my date nights with live have I booked that next one yes I do so all you have to look is there is a macro overarching goal okay and there is micro goals underneath that for me I look at my my kids and we all have the same amount of minutes in the day but one percent of your day is 14 minutes so I make sure that I, I actively very present spend two percent of my day every single day with my boys right? It's like reading to them, playing with them, helping them with what they need to do. I know that my bare minimum, bare minimum is 2% of my day on my health and fitness. Okay. Some days that's, I only hit the bare minimum, right? Uh, but that is my bare minimum threshold. So I have these bare minimums. It's like 2% here, 2% there. I have about 10% of my day that has bare minimum tasks and I have 90% of the rest of my day filled up with fluff, everything else that I need to do. So I ask you, have you got macro goals that help you build out the micro goals inside your year to make this your best, absolute best year ever? And if you haven't, reach out. I'm happy to jump on a call and help you build out your goals for the year because, guys, if you don't have goals, you just, you know, we got to think about our goals as that is the top of the mountain. It's the peak. It's the, the top of the mountain where you're planting your flag at the end of the year. And we know that we're just climbing the mountain. If you don't have a goal, you're just wandering aimlessly around the fucking mountain all year long. You never don't know if you went up, you don't know if you went down, you just went sideways around a fucking mountain. I feel like a lot of people, that's their life. Year after year, they're just walking around sideways up a mountain, slowly climbing up a little bit and falling back down and never really achieving anything they could have because they don't have cemented goals. They don't have a summit they're trying to reach and they don't have active pathways to keep them accountable. So am I on track? That is key. So did you hit your January targets? I did. I hit like about 350 Ks of running, right? That was my January targets. I hit my nutrition. I hit my percentages hit with my boys. I went away with the kids. You know, I need to make sure I'm hitting my, you know, February targets. At the end of this month, I'm going to do the Port Macquarie half. I've got the next half with a couple of the clients booked in April. I've got the next half marathon booked in May uh, for the Great Ocean Road. Like I've got these milestones that I've already booked. So I have to keep executing. So have you booked things out? Have you planned them? Are you executing? You know, do you have your targets in place? Or are you just sitting there making excuses? Because it is easy to make excuses. Life's hard. We don't have time. We're too old. We don't have the knowledge. We don't have the skill set. Um, you know, maybe you're injured. Whatever it is, maybe like you, you're financially struggling at the moment. Like you maybe need to have help with that. But all of these are excuses. Every single one of them, right? We need to go, okay, all they are, rather than making these excuses, we have to understand, okay, well, this challenge is in front of me right now. 
I have a financial pressure challenge. What can I do? What's the three things I can do right now to overcome this challenge? I have a challenge to actually get my workouts in. Okay, you know, can I get someone to help me uh, prioritize and execute quick 24-minute workouts that I can do on the daily? Can I wake up earlier? But I like to sleep. No, you don't get to sleep in, right? You got to wake up, get those endorphins pumping, get it first thing in the morning. Maybe you need to have a better nighttime routine and that is the challenge so you wake up earlier so you can execute your workout first thing in the morning. We all have challenges, but if you just hold on to these excuses, they'll be your limitations. They'll, they'll break you down. They'll stop you from moving forward every single week, every single month and all of a sudden time will fly by. It's 2025 and you've achieved nothing right? It was just another year. You've just notched up another year, not moving forward to achieving your potential on this planet. And life's too short not to achieve our potential. So we need to make sure that we have clear pathways to execute. We need to understand what our roadblocks are, which when we look at this, is a process called WHOOP. We have a wish, we have an outcome, we have an obstacle, we have a plan. The wish is this overarching macro goal, right? Run a half marathon in under, run a full marathon in under three hours and 20 minutes. That's my wish. Then I break it down to the outcomes. Okay, what do I need to do to achieve this? What are the tasks? What are the behaviors that I need to do? Well, the tasks are I need to ramp up my kilometers per week, you know, a couple of months out to at least 100, 130 Ks a week. I need to continue to progressively overload my long run each week to get that up to plus 35 Ks a week on that one run. I need to make sure I'm doing my speed work every single week. I need to be doing my zone two cardio every single week. So I have these tasks that are the outcomes that I have laid out in front of me. This is just for this one goal. And then what I look at is I look at my obstacles. And I look at my obstacles all the way there. And I also look at my obstacles on a monthly and a weekly basis. So next week, for example, we have a five kilometer bridge run. I'm doing that with my nine-year-old Jax. He wants to like smash it. And he's, you know, he's hit it last year in a 22 minute 50. I think we're going to try and crack down on a low 22 minute this year for his 5K. And he's pumped for it. But I know that that's on Sunday. That's my long run day. So I'm like, okay, well, that's an obstacle. I'm not going to go and drive to Hobart, which is an hour, and spend a couple of hours there doing this run and having some breakfast with the kids. I'm like, okay, well, that's an obstacle. If I, if I don't plan on when to hit my long run in, I'll miss my long run for the week, which means I'm behind on my run, which means I'm going to be off course for hitting my target. So I need to go, well, if I look at my calendar, I can do my five kilometers on Sunday. I can pull my long run onto Saturday. So I've got about a 27.5K run on the, on the Saturday. Um, and it's like, okay, I can do that. Well, my legs aren't going to be as fresh on the Sunday to run with him, but that's okay. I'll just suck it up and you know be his pacer for his run. Uh, but I had to, then I go, well, what's my Saturday look like next week? What are the obstacles? I'm coaching in the morning. I'm have to do park run with the guys. So I'm just going to tack on park run. I'll just keep running another 17, 18 Ks after that. I, I need to look at my day, plan it out, put it into the diary, let my partner know what's going on because, you know, we make sure we communicate as a relationship and then we prioritize to make sure that we can all support each other. Obstacle sorted, my weekly obstacle. I think this is what we all have to look at. We need to make sure we're, you know, understanding, okay, what is the wish? What is the outcome? What is the obstacle, macro obstacle, but also weekly obstacles and sometimes daily obstacles. And then we create the plan. That's the P. And that was my plan. I just detailed to you. So if we whoop our weeks every single week, you might have a wish to lose 12 kilos in the next 12 weeks. 
which means you need to be in a thousand calorie deficit a day. And that means you're in a 7,000 calorie deficit a week. It takes a 7,000 calorie deficit to lose one kilo of body fat. So, okay, well, to create that 1,000 calorie deficit, it might be some on movement and some on eating underneath your calorie goal. So 500 calories of movement, 500 calories of deficit. You're creating a 1,000 calorie deficit a day. Okay, this is what I'm going to do each day for the next seven days. You're like, oh, shit, I'm going out this Friday. Obstacle popped up. What is my plan to overcome my obstacle to still execute my 7,000 calorie deficit for the week? I think this is what you need to do. You need to look on the weekly basis. I know my wish for the 12 weeks. I know the outcome I need to achieve on the next seven days. What are my obstacles for the next seven days? What's my plan to execute the next seven days to set, make sure I'm on track for my weekly kilo weight loss? And then we continue to execute. We don't make excuses. Oh, I didn't do it this week because I went out on Friday night and I gained a half a kilo instead of losing one kilo. So now one and a half kilos behind. And then we're pushing shit uphill to trying to achieve our goals. When in reality, you could just take the other days down 200 calories, the other six days down 200 calories each day off your calories. All of a sudden you just banked an extra 200 calories a day. So you've got to save yourself an extra 1200 calories for the week. You can bang that onto Friday or Saturday, which was your night out. You have a higher calorie day that day and you're still in the deficit, which is the 7,000 calorie deficit for the week that you planned. So all you have to do is, what is my obstacle? Where's my plan? You whoop your goals, you whoop your weeks. You can even whoop your days. And you can look at all the obstacles you have every single day. You can plan to overcome them. Oh, well, you know, I know that I, I work out at nighttime, but tonight we have a meeting. Okay, what am I going to do? Maybe you go for a 24-minute run at lunch. Okay. Oh, but I'm going to be sweaty. Yeah, you will be. Okay. You will. Have a shower. If you don't have a shower, you know, do a pommy shower and use some deodorant. But like, you just need to create plans. You need to overcome them. And then we need to track, we need to be accountable, and we need to have some form of progressive overload moving us forward. There's no point showing up and doing the same thing every day without an external stimulus pushing you harder so you grow and you get out of your comfort zone, you keep moving forward. I think that is a big thing. So are you tracking? Because we can only manage in life what we measure. We manage the food intake. That means we help measure our waistline and what we're putting in. So we are, if we hit a plateau, we can then manage the food intake to be a little bit less and then we can keep moving forward. Because if we're measuring it, we can manage it. We can alter it. We can create iterations of it. But if we're not measuring it at all, how the fuck are you going to keep losing weight? You're going to eat cleaner? You're going to try and eat healthier? Like, what does that even mean? It's about data. That's all it is. Life is about data if you're trying to progress in one or any area. If you're looking at savings, if you're looking at your, your lean muscle mass, if you're looking at your fat loss, if you're looking at your, your relationships, it's all data as well. Data, conversations, time, right? Gifts, if we look at the five love languages, right? Acts of service, did you put the trash out? Did you clean up? Like it's data, guys. You know, physical touch, right? Get your head out the gutter. You know, if your wife receives her love through physical touch, are you touching her? Are you rubbing her feet? Are you rubbing her shoulders? Are you rubbing anything else? Like, what are you doing? Is it quality time? Are you spending time with her or are you spending time with your mates? Like it's data, right? Like you don't just say, I love you, right? You have to understand like, what is your wife's love language? And are you putting in the data points? Are you putting in the deposits or are you just taking away? Because we need to be depositing on the daily and on the weekly to make sure we're up on the deposits. So we have a strong and healthy relationship. And if you're tracking this data, then you know that your finance is good, your fitness is good and your family is good. I think that's it. You know, it's three-dimensional goals. Stop being a one-dimensional man. I think if we look at this, then we can go, well, I, 
we, I'm tracking the data. I reflect back on my week and it's like, I missed this deposit here and I missed this deposit there. That's why I'm off track because then all of a sudden you can reflect because we can only continue to progress with reflection. I reflect, I missed these two points. Why did I do that? Okay, what happened? What was the trigger for me not to do it? You know, why? And then if we can reflect, we can identify and isolate the trigger. We can either take that away or if the trigger caused us to make decisions based on emotion, we can go, well, I need to take that trigger out or I need to have a different response to that trigger. Trigger or a cue, routine, reward, right? But every cue gives us a response and sometimes we choose emotional responses rather than data or factual or pragmatic responses. We choose based on what we currently feel based instead of what our future version of us, what's the best version of us, you know, what they want us to do. Just because you had a hard day, the best version of you says, stay true to your calories, don't get pissed and, you know, drink all the beers. Current you is like, I had a hard fucking day, I want to drink the beers and eat the pies, right? You know, choose based on future you. Stop the instant gratification, right? That's where our decisions need to be. But we can only stop that if we reflect backwards. And if you made a shitty fucking decision last week and you choose an emotional response based on a external stimulus, you go, well, that happened externally. It affected me this way. I chose this emotion, which then caused that action. But if I can go, well, instead of choosing this emotion next time, I can understand that anything can happen to me, but... You know, uh, Viktor Frankl has a, a famous quote. Uh, he was a psychologist in the ho Holocaust. He said, you can do anything to me, but take away the last of the human freedoms, which is choose my own way in any given circumstance. Meaning you can do anything to me, but I choose how to respond. So external stimulus, person or event happens to you. You don't have to respond in anger. You don't have to respond in a negative or low frequency emotion. You choose to respond in that way. You can choose to respond in a different emotion, which then will cause a different action, okay? And then all of a sudden you're up-leveling yourself. Every time you don't go into the negative and you choose the positive, all of a sudden it's plus one. That's the plus one version of you. So we have to go, we always reflect to then project on how we can become better and become better the next version of us every single year. We've got roosters out there right now telling me it's four o'clock in the afternoon. I should wake up. These guys don't know what time of the day it is. I think they need to reflect as well. Um, but if we look at this, once we do that, we, we reflect, then we project, we plan our new week. We schedule in the one percenters. This is where I'm going to put my two percent of workout in. This is going to be when I'm going to put my one percent with my boys here. I'm going to put another one percent up there. And we keep planning out our week. Use a Google Calendar. Put push notifications to your phone. I have push notifications keeping me on track all day. I don't have to think, what am I doing right now? All of a sudden, I have a notification. I don't choose emotionally. I just follow as the day goes on. From moment to moment, what has been planned out in front of me. And nine times out of 10 or 19 times out of 20, I hit my plan. Sometimes I get punched straight in the fucking face, right? But as Mike Tyson said, we all have a plan until we get punched in the face. And then something happens to me. I choose how to respond and I try and navigate my way to get back on track to dominate my day so I can continue to dominate my week. So I think that is the biggest thing. We're always making decisions for the next 90% of our year based not on emotion, but based on our future self. What is best for them? Not current self, but we're making decisions based on future self. So remember, 
macro goals from today's macro goals are going to help you eat all your micro goals i think that's a big thing then also whoop your goals whoop your weeks whoop your days then make sure that we're choosing not based on emotion but we're choosing based on future self anything can happen to you but you choose how to respond and then we plan our weeks we use google calendars we help we use ai we use anything any tool any app that can help you stay on track we use data to track or that we're on track we reflect and we project and that is today the fit dad club podcast this is travis jones guys if you want help from us to help close the gap from where you are to where you want to be and help you become the best version of you in 2024 go to fit-dad.club and book in a call with us we'll help navigate and create a plan for you to become your best self and you know reach out to us leave a review rate this podcast share it with a friend and make the next 90 percent of the year a fucking great one see you next week guys